With us today is former Congressman Peter King, and to give us an update, it's 16 days to the election. What's happening in Long Island? What's happening in New York? What's happening in upstate? Tell us what's going on. Well, I, I wish I knew everything, but right now the way it looks to me is that what's happening on Long Island is what is happening to some extent in New York City and around the state, and that is a real trend toward the Republican Party and most notably toward uh, Lee Zeldin as the candidate for governor. I mean, you go back a few months ago, and most people hadn't even heard of Lee Zeldin. Uh, then when the polls started start to click, he was still down by 17, 18 points. And the only question was how many votes Kathy Hochul would win by. Now, with each poll, it's getting closer and closer. Uh, it's down to five points, four points. And uh, this, is, this is incredible to cut a major lead like that. I mean, 17 points to four points in politics is almost unheard of, especially when the governor, who had the 17-point lead, had all the money. So she had everything going her way, and yet Lee kept banging away. And also, more and more people started looking at the issues, and they realized that with inflation, they're getting killed. Uh, they go to the gas station, they go to the uh, store, they uh, buy the most basic items at all, and you see the price is going so high. And then with crime, and you and I fully agree on this. You know, me and you met uh, uh, Kathy Hochul, uh, the, the governor now, yeah. uh, at a breakfast meeting, and we, we both thought she was a tough Irish gal, and I loved her. I think she's a great lady. But I, do, I, I still don't understand why she's not doing anything about the crime in the streets and the subways. Yeah, yeah, you and I did meet with her. I think that was the day before she became the governor. And that was, that was going to happen the next day or the day after that. And she met uh, with us at a meeting uh, on Long Island. There was a breakfast meeting. And I also, I had, I had worked with Kathy Hochul in Washington. I was chairman of the Homeland Security Committee. She was a Democratic member on the committee. And she was uh, certainly a very moderate to conservative member. She was very uh, good to work with. She uh, wasn't partisan. She worked across party lines. But uh, since she's gotten to Albany, it's just so out of control. I mean, she uh, seems to be a captive of the uh, progressive wing of the Democratic Party. They seem to just scare the life out of her and convince her to take these radical left-wing positions. And it's uh, really unfortunate. And so as a result of that, we still have no real changes in bail reform, on discovery, all of those issues involving criminal justice, which would tie the hands of the cops and uh, put dead people, criminals back on the street. And Louise Elvin has promised to change that. He has promised to restore law and order, give the police the authority and power they need, and uh, to, to uh, remove district attorneys who refuse to carry out the criminal laws. So, no, and the governor, uh, really uh, the governor does have the ability to remove district attorneys that don't do their job. Yeah, and, and these district attorneys, including Alvin Bragg, almost, they uh, boast about the fact that they're not going to do their job. They're not going to enforce these laws. Also, John, if I get back to the polls for one second, I saw a poll look about just a few days ago, and then Kathy Hochul with 46% and Lee Zeldin at 42 If that poll is accurate, that means that Lee Zeldin is definitely going to win, because if you're the incumbent, and you're as well-known as Kathy Hochul is now, and you're under 50%, that generally means that that undecided vote is going against you. It means that a majority of the people in the state, don't think you're doing the job as governor. And so that undecided vote, I'd say the bulk of that is going to go to Lee Zeldin. So that, to me, that is the poll. If I were Kathy Hochul, I'd be most dangerous about, most concerned about, to be four points under 50 
when you're the incumbent. That means 54 percent of the people are not willing to say that they want you to have another term as governor. I love everybody. You know, I'm a middle road guy like you are. I just want New York City and uh, New York uh, uh, State and Long Island, definitely, because I live there. You live there. Uh, on weekends, I live there uh, to, to be safe, and th that's what we worry about. Now, one more thing. Another thing that I'm disappointed in uh, in the state in congestion pricing. Tell it, tell us again about congestion pricing and and what the heck is going on with that? It looks like they're well, gonna, they're going to roll over everybody. Basically, this will put a commuter tax of twenty three dollars on anyone who drives into Manhattan. And so that is going to dramatically affect the people in Queens, Bronx, Brooklyn, and the constituents, my former constituents in Nassau and Suffolk County. Every time they would be going into Manhattan, they'd be hit for $23. Now, that would include people taking family members to doctors, to hospitals, people going to restaurants, people going to work, people who just want to go in and visit all the, uh, the great uh, landmarks that Manhattan has to offer, all of that would be, uh, you, it can cost up to $6,000 a year just to drive into Manhattan. And this is going to certainly hurt my constituents, my former constituents in Esther and Suffolk. But in the end, the ones that are going to get hurt the most are the people living in Manhattan, the people who have business in Manhattan, Manhattan itself. If you live above 60th Street and you want to go downtown to a restaurant, you're in deep crap. Yeah, it's just insane. It's absolutely bad. And you combine that with crime, the fact that people are afraid to take the subways, afraid to take Long Island Railroad, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's to me, this is so damaging in the ends of Manhattan, but in the short term, very damaging to Queens, Brooklyn, Bronx, uh, certainly to Nassau and Suffolk counties, Staten Island. I mean, it's just uh, brutal. So, uh, no, this is a misguided effort is to give more money into the MTA, which can't account for uh, what it does with the money now. And it's, it's not going to work. It didn't work in London. It's not going to work here. And I, I wish I had hole. the sound effects into that deep hole. <laughs> you know, when you talk about money into the MTA, right. it's a deep Absolutely. hole. Uh, now, there's other things going on. I mean, they're trying to kill us uh, uh, on the streets of New York. They're trying to kill us in subways. They're trying to kill us with congestion pricing. Now, I understand Long Island, where I have a summer home, a weekend home. It's no longer just summer. It's a weekend home. Uh, they want to close down uh, 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 East Hampton Airport. East Tell, Hampton give us Airport an update. Airport, What's yeah. going on? The title of the story I read on on Friday was Millionaires versus Billionaires. What does that mean? Yeah. Well, I'm trying to say that the uh, millionaires are the ones who own the uh, the homes at the beach, the expensive homes. The billionaires are the ones who fly in. And they're fighting with each other. But it's actually more important than that. First of all, the, uh, the court decision the other day was very helpful. What it did was it said the town is not going to be allowed to shut down the airport. So what that means is now the uh, – so right now the, uh, you know, the constituents, the people who wanted to keep the airport open, and that's a lot of the local businesses, you know, a lot of the people who use the airport, because uh, that's really a uh, very important for the uh, business environment out there in the Hamptons. But – what this means is now it's going to give, I think, all the parties' chance to try to work out a balanced solution. Uh, because during this time, the town can appeal it. That takes a long time. The town can agree to go through some long environmental process. That takes a long time. So to me, 
The, excuse me, John. The, the best thing to do for all the parties, I have to admit here, I have a bias. My daughter is an attorney for one of the groups who wants to keep the airport open. But I think they, they, they should try to reach a balanced solution during this time so that everyone's legitimate interests are uh, maintained, but also the airport stays open. That's too important. I agree. The life of the Hamptons. Congressman King, I agree 100%. And, uh, you know, the millionaires that bought those houses knew the airport was there. Why are they making trouble after they bought the houses and the airport was there already? I, I agree. And I think this is really, uh, there was it's sort of a cave-in to the environmentalists. But I do say the supervisor, uh, Peter Ansoya, he did put out a statement saying that he hopes that this can be worked out. I think that's a, uh, a step that all the parties should take. And But so long as that airport remains open and so long as that the reasonable use that's there now continues, I think that's, that's the route to take. But this is definitely a victory, at least for now, for those who want to keep the airport open. Well, uh, Congressman Peter King, thank you so much for coming on and telling the truth to the American people. And we got to make a difference this November 8th, uh, Congressman. Otherwise, we're all in deep crap. You know, we got to be safe in our streets. When we elected a uh, Republican district attorney in Nassau County, mainly through your efforts, uh, it's stand for law and order. We have to do that statewide. I think we're on the way to doing it right now, and it should be a great victory by Lee Zeldin. we got 16 days to go. For the next 16 days, Congressman, whatever comments you have to make on WABC, we're there for you. Thank you, John. You've always been there, and I really appreciate it. You're a great friend and a great American. God bless you, and God bless America. Thank you, John.